Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Welcome to Stop Playing With Me, presented to you by MTNV Sports Show. So geeked to be joined today by my co-host, Will Smith, man. Uh, We're going to get into it, man. And this is going to take on a whole different vibe. The show will take on a different vibe. When we talk, it's going to take on a different vibe. Listen, man, we're about to get into some stuff, and we're going to talk all NFL. We're going to give you a straight facts, man. It's about to get live. What's up, Will? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing, man? We're about to get into it, man. I'm geek, bro. I'm geek. Yo, let, let's kick off. We're going to start off with this. It's kind of weird, um, but because you normally don't get a trade like this this far away from the draft, right? You normally get these trades closer to the draft, but let's kick off with this first thing where we talk about the trade between the 49ers, the Dolphins, and then the trade that happened between the Dolphins and the Eagles, right? When the 49ers made the trade with the Dolphins, the 49ers received the um, 2021 first round draft pick, the third overall pick, right? Which, which, we're going to talk about because that signals mm-hmm. something. And then the Dolphins receive a 2021 first round draft pick, which is the 12 overall. They got a, a 2022 first and third and a 2023 first round pick as well. Right. Not too long after that, they turn right around, call up the Eagles, be like, yo, we got, a, <laughs> we got something for you. So when the Eagles and the Dolphins made the trade, the Eagles received the first round pick number 12 overall. Right. Um, they got the fourth round pick um, number 123 overall in the 2021 draft and then the 2022 first round pick. But what the Dolphins received is a bump up. So from mm. three down to 12 and from 12 back to six. So yeah. the 2021 first round pick, the six overall, and then they get the 2021 um, fifth round pick as well. So um, eventually the Dolphins are basically like, you know what? Um, we're good. Right. We're going to come down. And then they said, well, if we come this far down, we're not going to get exactly who we want. Let's move back up. So they move up to six. Um, but each move tells me something directly about um, what they're going to do. Right. It tells me something about what the 49ers want to do. It tells me something about what the Eagles are going to do. And it tells me something very, you know, very keen about what the Dolphins want to do. So what does it tell you about um, the 49ers? Well, what that tells me is the 49ers are more than likely – um, I don't believe you trade up to 
a number three spot and not get a quarterback. So I think they're going to get one of the top QBs, um, whether it be, um, you know, we've heard of what Mac Jones, you got Trevor Lawrence, he'll probably be gone, though. No. Uh, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. So you have those guys, and you're definitely going to get one of those at number three, and we'll see if they'll get their guy. But I'm thinking they're going to do that and then possibly trade. I wonder if, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo will be traded back to New England if Bill Belichick will try to get his guy back that he initially wanted to keep but was forced to trade by the owner. And so that would – I think the 49ers are thinking – I mean, think they're thinking Super Bowl. They're trying to get back to the – of course, that's every team's goal. But, of course, realistically, some teams know when it's a rebuilding year. But I think the Niners um, think that the quarterback position is what's what's keeping them from getting back to, to that championship game. So I think you're absolutely right. I think exactly what I think exactly what you're saying, exactly what's happening. And, and every analyst that I've heard so far, they're all saying the same thing. This is a clear quarterback move. This is Jimmy G. You're out. Right. The thing that I heard that was weird to me, though, was one mm-hmm. thing I heard from CBS Sports where um, the guy comes on and he says that with the third pick, they'll probably select Mac Jones. If you saw Mac Jones at his pro day, Mac Jones has the type of uh, body composition that Tom Brady had to overcome, right? He has that, he has that. Um, and the guy even said to himself, he was like, yo, he looks like a 40 year old taking his kid to soccer. You feel what I'm saying? Like he has that <laughs> overall vibe, man. That's the Mac Jones vibe. Um, but at the same time, he's a very smart and capable quarterback. And you saw what he did at Alabama last year, leading one of the most explosive offenses in college football. So um, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't know if Mac Jones is to move here, but what I do know is Jimmy G's gone, right? Yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, and I've seen also reports where possibly the um, the Patriots are sniffing around for a quarterback. And I mean, they're sniffing around at this Jimmy G trade, but here's the thing though, right? Uh, when Jimmy G left, then, well, actually when he was there, there was a lot of love for him, right? Mm-hmm. He's um, He's since left. And, I don't know if he's proven or not proven that he could be that guy for them, right? Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, they if they believe that this draft class is an upgrade over him, that tells me something. What is it? What is it going to tell you if they go and get? Uh, I'm just asking this. What is it? What is it going to tell you if they go and get a Jimmy G? What happens to Cam at that point? Yeah, I thought about. I was just thinking about that. Like, <clears throat> is it going to be a competition? You know, what I'm saying an open competition to where. They pit them against each other and see who does better in practice in the preseason. I mean, we should have a preseason this year, I believe. And so, um, and they have more of a they have a training camp this season because we've all adjusted to COVID and the vaccine is out. So that's a very interesting question because I, I mean, the Cam signed a, was it a one year deal? I believe. I think he signed another one year deal. And mm-hmm. um, do you go trade for a guy, which means you give up value for a guy? Do you trade a guy and then basically, right? And this is my question. Do you trade a guy and then make him go into a competition? Like, that's kind of weird to mm. me. And let me also say this. Um, let's say Mac Jones is not the guy. Mm-hmm. Let's say Justin Fields is the guy. Or because yeah. Zach Wilson may be off the board at that point, right? Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. he's rumored to be going to the Jets. He had an awesome um, pro day. Um, the Jets mm. were definitely there. And and kind of rumors, you know, are that they may be looking in that direction, which leaves another question for Sam Darnold, which is a whole other thing, right? Right. right. Um, but the major question is, right? Um, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, both of those guys come with questions. 
and come with, I mean, but they come with remarkable talent, but they also come with questions. And I've heard many people say that it'd probably be best for them to sit a year behind a mm-hmm. guy. So does this spell the this spells the beginning of the end for Jimmy G, but does this immediately spell the end? Like the end is now, right? Mm-hmm. We know this may be the beginning of the end, but could they be bringing those guys in to sit behind Jimmy G for a year? What do you think? That's a, that's an interesting <clears throat> take on that too. Um, Cause you got to look at guys like, of course, um, Aaron Rodgers, but he sat for what, three, four years, I believe behind Brett Favre. Your man, um, your man, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick My home set for a year. I think that, and I know he definitely could have played his rookie season, and I understand why they set him. But can you hear me? My oh, my internet got to edit. Um, but yeah, who else set? Um, but remember what Mahomes said. Now I missed. I missed you when you said you said Patrick Mahomes. Um, he sat. You didn't. I didn't hear you right after that. Okay, he set, but. He set for that first season, but I mean, he probably really could have. Everybody knows he probably really could have played his rookie season and still been successful. But it was good for him to sit. And some guys is, you know, some guys take it on as rookies and they're able to, you know, do do pretty good their rookie season. Kyler Murray did pretty good his rookie season. There's a learning curve, of course, but didn't Pat Mahomes say he couldn't even read defenses for real um, until I'm, after after that first season? So he yeah. definitely needed that first season. <laughs> But he was just playing ball, and he got 50 touchdowns without reading defenses. That was his next season. <laughs> no, his first season he had 50 touchdowns. No. Well, it, well in the second season. I got you. You I feel me? You. Like but that he wasn't first reading season, defenses, though. He wasn't reading defenses that year. That first season, he was learning how to from Alex Smith. Right. He was but learning. Saying, no. His, he was saying, okay, his first season as he played, stop playing with me. His first season, <laughs> his first season starting, he did not know how to read defenses. Trust me. And so, you know, he, his talent he needed kinda, that year, bro. His, he, I don't think you, he needed it. You say he didn't need that year. I'm telling you, he needed that year. I'm saying he didn't need it because I saw his preseason game. I was, I was already convinced of how good he was his rookie season when he played in preseason. So you were, we got but, that on tape. We got that anyway, on tape. But anyway, you know, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's a possibility, but I just feel, I feel like Jimmy G is about to be out. Even if he doesn't go to new England, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Niners possibly trade him to another team that's looking for a QB. So I'm I'm wondering where could he possibly go? Their yeah. lack of faith in him is so telling to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and we've all seen it. We've seen where he's struggled to stay healthy. That's one thing. And, yeah. And if you're gonna if you're gonna make an investment in a guy like that, or if you're gonna make an investment in a quarterback, um, then you're gonna have to you know be able to trust his reliability. He's not always there right? He's not always available. So that's one thing. The other thing is, what could you possibly ask for a guy like Jimmy G, right? Um, What do you want? What's the compensation there? If he's going to be going, what's the compensation? Are you spending the second round on Jimmy G? The third round on Jimmy G? What's up? I think he's probably worth um, at least a second or at the worst, a third round. Mm. Maybe not a first round, but definitely a second or a third rounder. So but I got you because it's clear you don't want him. So I don't have to give you that too. <laughs> right, right. I mean, teams could just like, be like, you know what? We're going to, how about this? We'll give you a, a third and a, a sixth rounder or a third and a seventh rounder or maybe a fourth and a seventh. But at least you'll be getting something for, for, for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, you're talking about this year's draft? Okay, we'll take it. You know what I'm saying? That more draft picks, the better. Because you can do, you can just find some gems in the draft, man. 
you can find some gems in this draft for sure. Um, I'm gonna hit y'all with that conditional fourth rounder and call it a day. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or in, unless I'm looking at this draft and I'm eager to jump up because they're the target I have. Mm-hmm. If I'm eager to jump up because they're the target and I know, right, um, then then I may take something a little bit different if I'm the 49ers, right? I may I may take, you know, whatever. Let's say there's a guy who I'm really, you know, really fond of somewhere in the late third, early fourth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the late third round, I want to say pick 104, 105, the Saints are there. Um, and that could be a possible, that could be a possible conversation. You feel me? All right, that the could be Saints, a possible conversation. The Saints will go after Jimmy G? I wouldn't want them to. If You know what I mean? I don't think that's the move for them. But to be honest with you, Jimmy G does well in systems, right? Kyle Shanahan has a pretty good system. Another guy with a phenomenal system is Sean Payton. Sean Payton has mm-hmm. a great system. Would Jimmy G do well in Sean Payton's system? I guarantee I think you he, he will. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, the question is, do you need a guy like him? Um, could you? They absolutely can't pay nobody right now, right? Um, mm-hmm. But but do you need a guy like a Jimmy G? You may not. Is he a serious upgrade from a Winston? He's a serious upgrade from Taysom. But is he an upgrade from a, um, a Jameis Winston who's been sitting a year in your system? Sitting behind Drew Brees, I think Washington. he's an upgrade because um, from James so? Winston because of he takes care of the ball more. Now, Jason, <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, James Winston just got LASIK. Now, keep that in mind. <laughs> Let that be the reason. Let that- okay, <laughs> everybody was looking blurry. I couldn't see the colors was coming together. You know what I'm saying? The green and white jersey made it was yellow. Tough. It was <laughs> tough. I couldn't but distinguish. Yeah. yeah, man, I think Jimmy G. Uh, or what about Jacksonville? Because they just have Minshew, right? Gardner so, Minshew. Jacksonville, um, I believe, could be a good spot. It would be another situation where um, Jimmy G would be absolutely playing for a year and then having <laughs> to figure it out next year, right? Because Trevor yeah. Lawrence is not there for the show, right? He's there oh, yeah. to be the man. So Jacksonville has a number one pick, right? Yeah, Jacksonville. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence going to be. Never mind on that one. Never I mean, mind. he could go there and probably sit, but Trevor <laughs> Lawrence ain't the one who they say need a year. Nah. You feel me? Like, yeah. they, they believe he's, um you know, ready right now. I would say... My best guess is that um, he sticks around for um, one more year. He with the he, Niners. I could see him sticking around for a year, um, and, and then giving him time to develop those quarterbacks. Now it depends though, because if I think if it's Zach Wilson, I don't know if if they feel that same need. That boy got arm talent. You feel what I'm saying? But I yes, mean, so uh, does these other guys too. I mean, golly, uh-huh. I can't front on that. But they they feel like he's a little bit more ready. At least that's what I'm hearing. Um, so the Dolphins got the 12th pick right um but here's what else they got the 20 2022 the 49 2022 pick and the 2023 first round pick looking at this talent at the top of the and the 2022 third round pick looking at the talent at the top right either justin Fields, zach wilson or trey lynch do you think they paid too much to go up and get a to get one of these guys I don't think you can – not when it comes to the quarterback and you're looking for your franchise QB and he'll be – if you land the right quarterback, he's going to be there for 10 to 15 years. And so I don't think that's too much. If you feel like you have your guy and he's going to change your franchise and uh, make you more of a contender for a Super Bowl, then no, it's not too much because, I mean, you're still going to have other draft picks. You can still acquire other draft picks with certain players that you may have on your team. So, nah. That ain't too much. I don't think it is. Is the faith here being placed in Kyle Shanahan more so than the three talents that are, that's available, or is it being placed into the um, talent? 
I think it's uh maybe a little bit of both. I mean, you know, uh, to take your chance with the talent, then you know you have a a, a great coach, um, that's very uh good, um, putting his players in positions offensively to make plays to uh, make them successful. You know, a Kyle Shanahan offenses do well. You know, especially when he was with the Falcons. You remember what he did with the Falcons and um his I think his issue is just um in those big games kind of those decisions sometimes or, or when he calls some plays, but I mean, he's one of the top play callers in the league. He's definitely top, top five. He's worked with RG three, Matt Ryan. Um, uh, what's my other guy's name? Kirk cousins. Right. So he, he's worked across the board and every one of those guys experienced their best seasons of their career mm-hmm. um, when they were working with him. So um, he does have a bit of, he does have some clout there. Um, I, I like, the fact that the 49ers are making a move like this, it does show a lot of faith in their coach, right? Um, and it shows a lot of faith in what, where they believe they are. I know they also um, kind of feel like maybe the clock um, got moved up a little bit, or sped up a little bit once Matt Stafford went to their division mm-hmm. rival. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think that yeah. changed the game a little bit. Yeah, and definitely changed the game. Changed the game. Um the the Rams are going to be uh, – I think they're going to be a much better team with Stafford. He's a better quarterback than Golf. You know, um, Golf had that one good season where they went to the Super Bowl, and even that season he started cooling off towards the end. And so uh, Stafford, he's going to have some – I think he's going to have some better talent around. He's going to have a good defense. You know what I'm saying? So the Rams, the Rams may be a problem. Rams may be a problem. Yeah, they could definitely be a problem. Okay, now we have the second part of this trade, right? So we we know what – okay, so here's what – we said what it tells you about the 49ers. What we didn't say is what does this move tell you about the Dolphins? Dolphins, I think they about to get a receiver, dog. <laughs> so I think they're going to get one of the receivers, probably like um, – I think get one of the Bama receivers, Waddle or uh, Devontae Smith. You know what I'm saying? One of those guys or another one of the top receivers in um that's coming out in the draft to add um weapons around Tua. And I think it's really, you know, of course I'm everybody knows I cover the Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs teams have looked around the league, have seen the Chiefs in their offense, and they've like kind of like, okay, we want that. Like, like that's a, we want that. We want that speed. We need to put some weapons around our QB. Like, and that's always been like the goal of you know, of course, every offensive coordinator. You want to have weapons around your quarterback, but it's like when you see everybody in the Andy Reed, do, bro. Yeah, yeah. When you see what the Chiefs do offensively and just the weapons, it's like okay. And so, but you got to keep up with those trends. And so, I think the Chiefs have affected a lot of what other teams do, you know. And so, I think they'll get a. I think they'll go receiver, man. I mean, put another. Uh-huh. This move, I, I like. I like what you're saying because I, I believe we'll ultimately get there. Um, but this move doesn't tell me that they that they want a receiver. The first trade doesn't tell me that they're looking for a receiver. The first mm-hmm. trade tells me that we believe in Tua, right? That's mm-hmm. what the first trade tells me. The first trade tells me I'm gonna move from three down to twelve. At that point, they didn't. They may not have known for a fact that they can get back up to six, even though I kind of feel like they did because they made mm-hmm. the move really quick, right? But that tells me, you know what? I have a lot of faith in Tua. He's my guy, right? If I didn't have faith in Tua, I'm staying put. 
I'm staying right here at three. I'm going to go after mm-hmm. one of these other guys who I believe are more talented. I'm sticking around with Tua. They've gotten rid of um, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is on his way to the football team, right? So <laughs> that's so weird. But yeah, he's on his way to the football team, <laughs> the football right? Team. And now uh, it's, it's Tua's there. It's his show. No more, you know, no more closer coming in to, to make sure you're okay, Tua, right? This is it. Mm-hmm. This is your show. And if I'm moving out of three down to 12, even before I make the second move, the first move tells me I believe in Tua. That's the first move. That's what it tells me. Before we get into the second trade, the first trade tells me that. Hmm. I can see that, you know. Um, he's a young guy, played well last year, you know, brought some little um brought some spiciness to the offense. And uh he's able, he's mobile, and that's where teams are kind of moving more towards now. Um, these mobile quarterbacks, um, like uh Lamar Jackson, uh, uh Mahomes, uh, um Josh Allen, there's guys that can get out of the pocket and kind of create uh, create on the fly when the play breaks down. And uh, Tua is one of those guys. And so you also – the reason I say receivers is because um, – let me see, who do they have receiver-wise? So now – Gant. Uh, is it King Gant one of the receivers? Uh, yeah, Grant. He's, he's really good. Um, They picked up Will Fuller. Okay, yeah, they did pick up Fuller. They have um, Parker. Parker. Devontae Parker? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so so they have they have some, but they still need weapons. It's not a yeah. thing where they don't need any weapons, right? Um, Grant is really good, but he's he's not. Um, okay, he has the speed to be. Yeah, he cheetah. got speed. He has mm. the speed to be cheetah. He doesn't have that special ability that makes you um, a number one receiver being that short. Like the cheetah, always felt like this. Is, I felt like initially this is not gonna work, right? Um, mm. Because he's so short. Um, and he's, he's very fast, but he's short. And maybe, you know, I've seen people lose contested balls, but he wins contested balls, mm-hmm. right? Which is weird to me. And he gets so much separation, and he's also not all, not hurt all the time. That's what I mm-hmm. thought. I'm like, okay, this guy will get hurt all the time, right? This won't really work out like that. But he stays clean, right? Mm-hmm. He wins contested balls when he needs to. Um, and his I don't he became better as a receiver, better as a route yeah. runner, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they and they take full advantage of the fact that he can separate it in, in a straight with his straight line speed. So Jakeem Grant has never been really used in an offense the way he could be used. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Um, because he has all the same ability, except for he does get hurt. And I haven't seen him win any contested balls yet. And I don't know if he has the cheetah's hands, because that's another thing, right? Even though you're wide open, like Ted Ginn, he used to be wide open all the time. You feel me? And couldn't really bring that thing home. You feel me? But the cheetah don't drop a lot of passes. And so nah. that's my thing with him. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like the okay. They have Will Fuller. They have um Parker, right? Parker. Yeah, uh-huh. they they got some weapons. And re- remember the tight end. Who's their tight end? <laughs> huh? So Gaseki, I believe. Could they go to? I don't think anybody, would anybody ever draft a tight end that high. Oh um, yeah, bro. Yes, a tight end will be drafted that high this year. You think so, bro? I'm telling. Look, the tight end. Yeah, it's Gasecki. Um, but yeah, so a tight end might get uh, might get drafted number two to keep it a buck with you, right? Mm. A tight end this year might get drafted. Listen, I'm. If you don't believe me, I'm willing to put money on it. But top. Yeah, you playing? End, you playing? If a tight, if a tight end, if if a tight end, and and when I say the name, you gonna understand what I'm saying. If a tight end don't get picked by pick number ten, I'll give you ten dollars. 
That's that's mm. how that's how I'm coming with it. Actually, I give you fifteen, twenty dollars, twenty dollars. I give oh, you twenty dollars. Confident. Ooh. I'm confident. I give you twenty dollars straight up. I don't want to make that bet because <laughs> you know you know if you I lose because if I lose, I gotta get you some. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. Um, but listen, Kyle Pitts is generational. Oh, Pitts, yeah, Kyle yeah. Pitts. You forgot. I knew you forgot. forgot about Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Now you ain't gonna make the bet. But listen, but, um, Kyle Pitts is generational, bro. Like, um, yeah, a tight end definitely will get picked that high this year for sure. Um, but back to it, bro. Um, what did that? What did that tell you? So they move. Okay, so with the Eagles, here, here's the trade. 2021 first round they moved from six the dolphins actually moved from six to 12 right um the eagles also pick up their fourth round pick and a 2022 first round pick as well right the dolphins move up um what what does that tell you that that tells me something about who the 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 eagles what does it tell you about the eagles i don't know what to say about the eagles man um i don't know what i don't know I'm at, <laughs> I'm at a, I'm at a, I need to look at who's their free agents. Um, cause they got, they got a new coach, right? Eagles got a new coach because, um, what's his name? Doug Peterson is out. Mm-hmm. And so I would have to look at the scope of what they have done. And I don't think they've done a lot on uh, free agent wise through this period. And so, I know the Eagles are kind of a conundrum to me. They kind of stay. It tells me something clear. It gives me something so clear. What does it give you? What does it, what does it tell you about the Eagles, man? This is just this is Jalen Hurts' team. They get rid of Wentz, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they have Hurts. It's his squad, mm-hmm. bro. Like they were at, they were in that space where you can go and grab. Any one of the top guys, it, whoever fell out of that first little bubble, they went in sixth spot. So if anybody fell out of that little bubble, you could have grabbed one of those guys if you believe that their talent is so much, you know, um, improved over Hurts. They they said it, um, and a lot of people just didn't believe it until they made this move. They've outright said that you know Hurts is our guy, right? But a lot of it's people, Joe Flacco's team, man. Let's stop it. A lot of people didn't believe. It. <laughs> Joe Flacco mm-hmm. lost his team to a young Lamar Jackson. You feel what I'm saying? And, look, oh, and Lamar's man. still young, but he lost his team real quick. Anyway, um, so it hurts, right? This is Hurts' squad. Um, and they've and with this move, they've they've basically said, hey, this is his team, and now we're going to build around him. They're at least going to build around him and give him a shot this year to prove that he is not the guy. And remember, just last year, when everybody doubted Hurts, whenever like we've already doubted Hurts from before. When he got, you know, removed from Alabama and Tua mm. took over that situation, then he had to go somewhere else, right? We kind of watched him become a good player, right? We watched him become a good quarterback, and I was like, you know, I really don't see him. I don't think he's going to be that dude. Anyway, Is he the passer that he needs? to? Be? Do you think he is his pass? I, I think this kid has the tools, bro. I think he has all the tools that he needs to be, mm. um, to be a good quarterback. The question is, um, how accurate is he? Right. Right. Um, And how often is he inaccurate? I would say that he is accurate enough to to be a difference maker. Right. Um, So I'm going with I I believe that they're saying, hey, we're going with Hurts. We saw him against the at the time, the number one defense in the NFL. The Saints were the number one defense in the NFL when they when he went against them. Right. He ripped them to shreds. 
He had he went to work on him. In that last game of the year, yeah, right? he put it on y'all, man. He did. He did. He did. He did. Like, oh. All right. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I was watching and waiting for the I'm waiting for the ball to drop. I'm waiting for him to, you know, show me some of them inaccurate vibes. Like I, I know he got it in him, right? I'm waiting for him to like really fall apart. I'm waiting for him to show me the rookie. He sometimes, never showed me the rookie in that game. Sometimes that's a product of not having film on the guy, too, though. That's um, facts. Because when he came out there, they probably they probably prepped for Wentz, probably. I don't know if they he was already named a starter for that game or Wentz had got hurt prior to. But I think um, the Saints were a little bit caught off guard and didn't know um, his running, running ability and his escapability and may have been a little faster than some of the guys thought, you know. And so I think um, – I ain't trying to hear it. You're playing, you playing against Taysom Hill every day in practice. Hey, I, I think – I think he's one of those guys the NFL will, you know how they say, oh, the NFL going to catch up to him. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of those guys where they'll eventually catch up to uh, to his skill set, man. Because unless he improves his accuracy as a passer, becomes a little bit better of a passer. Because that was his issue at um, Alabama. He wasn't that great of a passer at Alabama. That's horrible why they, at Alabama. That's why they, right. That's why they put two in. He got better at, at Oklahoma, I believe. But um, – yeah, you got to you got to have uh, it's another level of passing in the NFL because guys are a lot closer in the hip pocket on that defense side of the ball. So, well, the major problem is um, even with the Eagles, it just weren't there wasn't the weapons there on the outside. Right. Um, they have Jalen Rager and and absolutely I believe that he's going to be a good player. Right. I believe he'll be a good player. He had a lot of inconsistencies last year, got hurt a lot, but I believe he could be a good player. Awesome. Right. But if you look at if you look at this kid Hurts, man, if they put some weapons around him, he can actually be he could be good. Did the NFL ever catch up with Russell Wilson? No, I'm not saying he's going to be Russell Wilson. Right. But he could be in that mode, in that vein. There's a lot more. Um, if, if I don't know how Russell's doing with taking people under his wing right now. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he's inspiring a lot of young black quarterbacks and young black short quarterbacks he's 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 inspiring a lot of those guys even though you know russell will always mention you know drew Brees being somebody who inspired him right because they did open that door for the short quarterback or the shorter quarterback he's not you know he's not miniature like my like my homie right um like kyle murray but at the same time he's not really tall or big as i'm looking at this kid i believe that um they should put some trust in him give him a, a year Move around. Why'd you say Mahomes? You weren't talking about you know Mahomes is like six something, six foot one. I didn't say I didn't say Mahomes. Uh, You said said Mahomes. That's that's his nickname. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. (laughs) I said my my homie. Okay, little Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah, Kyler, little baby out there, little toddler running around. Man, look, that's that's the fastest (laughs) baby ever seen my life. That boy is fast, fast. Yeah, he's fast. Return every time he run with the ball. I love that kid, yo. Um. But to ra- to wrap up this thing um, for the Eagles, man, it tells me that they believe in uh, in Hurts, and it also tells me they believe that there's enough wide receiver depth or tackle depth, right, to help surround this kid with with um, a, either a playmaker or give him more protection. They need help on the line. They need help at mm-hmm. wide out, right? JJ Arcega, wide side was a complete. I don't want to call this man a complete bust yet. I'm just gonna say he ain't there. Right. I'm going to say he ain't where we thought he would be. He's not the guy we uh, expected him to be. So cool. Right. With that being said, they I, they believe at 12, there's enough, you know, talent in, in this class to get somebody at that spot. So that's my thought. And they say, hey, why not pick up a, you know, this going to be a small, it's going to be a building process. We're not there right now. Let's 
grab a pick here at 12 and also pick up another um, pick with the first overall pick in 2022, right? And I'm sorry, not first overall, but a first round pick in 2022. I that feel was like smart. you're talking about our, our Sega Whiteside. I feel like certain positions, wide receiver, running back, either whether you start to, uh, your rookie season or not, I mean, I feel like if you're going to be a beast, you're going to be a beast. Mm. Like it ain't no, oh, it's going to take me two, three years. No, you coming out the gate. If you're a baller, you're a baller. That's that's a skill set position. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a certain mentality you come in with. Like, have you ever seen a receiver that didn't have a, um, that uh, not barring injury, take away injury, like guy that comes in and plays like mo- the full season and like, uh, he's okay. He had no flashes. And then all of a sudden the second year he started having flashes. It's not, I don't think it's too many that you can name that, had a horrible first year and just didn't look good. And then all of a sudden they came out of nowhere or something. Um, Robert Meacham did a really good job with the Saints and he contributed to that, to that team, right? He contributed to the Super Bowl team and he actually, where's he at now though? I'm like, no, he, he retired. What do you mean? Oh, okay. You say, have I ever, that's what you asked me. Have I ever (laughs) stop playing with me? You asked me, have I ever? Yes, I have. (sighs) Yes, I have. I saw a dude with the first round, it was first round draft pick who sucked his first year. Case in point, he was horrible, right? And then mm-hmm. from that point on, every year, the next year, he flashed. He started to flash a little bit. Show me some signs of who he would be, right? After that, by that Super Bowl year, if you go back and watch that game that they played against, I think it was Washington um, at the time, they were the Redskins, right? So then when they played against that team, they were down. They were supposed to lose that game. His play, mm-hmm. his one play actually helped them get back into that game. His play for the entire year, right, caused him to be one of the big contributors on that Super Bowl team. But his first year, he See? sucked. So he grew into a role. He didn't grow into a superstar, which is probably your point, right? He did not grow into say, a superstar. you playing with me right now. I'm going to tell you why to stop playing with me. He grew into a – he grew into – It's you, not you, common you place, though. It's not, it's commonplace. not commonplace. It's not commonplace. It's an, he was an anomaly. You asked for an example. <laughs> you said, have you ever? I have. Okay. I've okay. seen a guy who went from you suck to, hey, man, we really like that. <laughs> <laughs> suck no more, man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Oh, wait, I'll give you another guy. Okay. You want to? It's bonus. No charge. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Mike Williams. If you remember Mike Williams from USC, right? Mm-hmm. He came into the league and we thought he was a complete bust. Horrible. Buster even. You feel me? We thought he was busted, done, and finished. Get him off the field. Then Pete Carroll got um, hired by the um, by the Seahawks, right? He goes and gets back with Pete Carroll. When he gets with Pete Carroll, he blew up that year. He had a phenomenal year, and week to week, everybody was talking about Mike Williams. Where in the world did this guy come from? This was the guy we thought we should have picked with the um, in the first round. This is the guy everybody was expecting to see. He had a phenomenal year, but did he suck in his first year? Very much so. Did he suck before then? Absolutely, right? It wasn't until he got into the right spot where, you know, he could really show his skill set. So that's another example. It happens. JJ got a shot, maybe. No. <laughs> look up, look up, Mike Williams, USC. Look at his story. Tell me, I ain't telling the truth. Uh, I, I'll do that. I'll make That's sure I do that. Look at that, bro. I'm yeah, telling the I'll truth. Truth. I'll give you another mm-hmm. one. You want another one? <laughs> no, because no, because it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be real. It's, it's not- all real. Every story I'm giving you is facts, yo. Nelson Aguilar is another guy. Oh man, Nelson, Nelson Aguilar. He didn't just get paid. He had that. He, he had that one paid. good season with the 
with the he Raiders just, and he, he all of a sudden started he, catching passes. He he didn't just get paid. Yeah, but he still sucks. <laughs> did, did he get paid though? Did he, he don't get matter paid, if you though? get paid. Don't matter if you get paid. I want to see your production on the field. Yo, he produced last season. Yeah, towards the end though, he started dropping them again. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Dropsy McGee, what we call him. Yo, bro. Um, okay, so finally, the Dolphins part of this, um, moving back up to six, does tell me something too. And this tells me what you told me initially, right? This tells me that they believe that there's wide receiver, um, you know, there's wide receiver depth in this class, but they don't want to go for the depth and they want to pick their guy. And I believe they have their eye on one of the top three, as you mentioned, right? Um, you either have it on Smith, right? Um, you have it on one of those guys. Waddle, maybe. Smart Chase, Waddle. Yeah, it, it may be Waddle. You have it on one of those guys, man. And my thought is, I'm thinking, like you, that it's an Alabama guy, right? Um, and the reason I would say it's an Alabama guy, because Tua is an Alabama guy, right? Um, and why not hook him up with somebody where he's comfortable because he needs to be comfortable, right? Um, mm-hmm. But, oh, I have an issue with that, bro. I have an issue with that. I'm not going to drag it, but I got an issue with that because I feel like um, Waddle, they say – if you listen to scouts, they're saying Waddle's one of those guys who, when healthy, is the almost unbeatable, almost uncoverable. Does that oh, make wow. sense? Because he's so mm. fast, so explosive, right? Has enough size to get where he needs to get. Smith wins a different way, right? Mm. He has great route running ability, phenomenal even, right? At the same time, though, very slight. 170 is where he's at, right? Yeah. He's not a big dude. Um, and well, he, can, he can put that weight on, like in the weight room, you know, eat a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He can. He maybe can. Maybe add about five, maybe ten, 10 pounds. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he can. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's a that's a project, right? But mm-hmm. if you look at Chase right now, they say Chase is a faster. Um, you remember Anquan Bowden? Mm, Bowden was a beast. They say Chase gives you those kind of thoughts, right? Um, mm-hmm. And also, and I've I've had this conversation with somebody before. The what the um, rookie of the year is who? Justin Jefferson, right? Wide receiver at uh, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. they won the same team. And when you looked at the LSU squad, all your eyes went to Chase, right? He was still remarkable. Justin Jefferson was remarkable there. But the mm. guy on that wide receiving court, that was him. That was um, Chase. And now he's out. So I wonder if they have a choice between Waddle and Chase. Which way do they go? Mm. Yeah. Or even Smith. Which way do what's, they go? what's um Jamar? I mean, what's Chase's size? How tall is he? What's his weight? So um, you always ask me stuff where I gotta look. <laughs> I wish I, I had know. this stuff like on right there. Let me see. That's how big, man. That's how big. All right, so he's six foot. Six foot, okay. Mm-hmm. But six he's a big guy. Hold on, let me see. I know he definitely weighs more, probably. Oh, six foot one. He's six foot one. Okay, okay. Six foot one, two oh seven. That's okay. That's a nice size right there. Nice mm-hmm. size receiver. And Smith, Smith, Was he... just, Smith just came into his his um. I think he had his pro day. He talked about his um his weight. He's he's one seventy for short. Mm. Did Chase have an injury? I can't remember. Um... Say it again. Chase did not have an injury. Chase opted out. So he opted Chase, out. Okay. Chase opted out of the um of this last season. And the reason, in college? Yeah, mm-hmm. he opted out. I mean, yo, if yeah. I was him, I'd opted out too. Every dude on LSU's team caught COVID. Everybody. 
I'm talking about everybody. They it's it's like they went after COVID. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm dead serious. Like, like they every, say, hey man, where that COVID at, man? Bro, yeah. Like they pulled up in the club, like, yo, where the COVID? You feel <laughs> me? Like I'm dead. They was trying to get it. Everybody on the squad. So maybe he saw that. Maybe he decided, man, I can't take them chances dealing with y'all fellas like that. Plus, plus the quarterback situation was in the dumpster. Yeah, you yeah. Yeah, definitely like he wasn't was, a Joe Burrow guy. Nah, he was, but there's a guy, there's a wide receiver from that from that same um from that same wide receiving class. Ooh, I think I know you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about from LSU? Yeah, from LSU. I want the Chiefs to get this guy. You talking about I, Terrace Marshall? I am. Ooh, I like him. Yeah. I like him. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hope I hope he slips down, keeps going down, and we take in. Yeah, that'd be a look, Terrence, Terrence Marshall. Um, I'm gonna tell you something though. You like him and you can love him, you feel me? But he got hands issues too. Do so we? I know he gonna I know he gonna improve on that. I'm pretty sure he, he's gonna improve because he did improve. When he came in, um, he was actually one of the top wide receivers in the country when he came into LSU and he only and he developed in a situation, and you can see the development from last year when from 2019 when he was with that championship team to when it became his wide receiving um court when it became he, when he became the guy you could see the increase in everything right i'm talking about and the way they used him was different too but man his route running got better his hands looked like they got better he was way more reliable and he dominated in a lot of games mm-hmm. he just didn't have the quarterback play um and he also didn't have everybody else surrounding him um they kind of came on later but when it was his show it was his show that that boy, he's nice, right? Um, I'm um and he's only 20 right now. He's six foot three, two hundred and one pounds. Um, yeah, he, he he could be a dog. But so let me that, ask you that's my thing. Like we we were talking about the Eagles. Yeah. And the NFC East had a horrible as the worst division in the NFL last year. Yeah. They were uh the team that made to the playoffs were had a losing record over the eight and eight, seven and was Washington. Uh which team in the NFC East, do you think improved in um, – it's going to take the reins. It's like, you know, because a team really didn't take over the NFC East. It was just kind of, you know, it was bad. <laughs> Listen, um, so it's like two teams that I thought did pretty okay in the East um, was just the, the Cowboys. I'm going to just give them off the strength of re-signing Dak and mm-hmm. bringing him into the fold and, and putting that faith in him. Um, I thought that was good, right? I'll say that. Uh, but the team that improved the most got to be the Washington football team, man. It has to be them. Um, they went out and got Curtis Samuel from the Panthers, mm-hmm. wide receiver. Yeah, like um, that. that dude's super versatile. Uh, to go along with what they have already, they have a lot of versatile weapons there. Um, and so I believe adding him, getting him back with his old coach, Ron Rivera, is a good good look. He actually tried to pull him as soon as he got there. He w- it was like, yo, um, you know, let me see mm-hmm. if I can get him. He didn't get him then in the trade, but he got him in free agency. Um, Curtis Samuel could actually, you know, show up very big for them. They picked up a cornerback as well in William Jackson the third, right? Got him from the Cincinnati Bengals. I thought that was a good look for them. Um, and then I'm I'm not I'm not keen on this move to the fact where it's it's everything, but I do like the move going to pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick after he had a phenomenal year last year with the Dolphins. Now he is older. They're going to need another quarterback, right? Um, they definitely they got what's his name Heineke. They got Heineke, and I like Heineke a lot. You feel me? I like what he showed me in that playoff game. At the same time, I don't know if he's the guy. He has a lot of those Garner Minshew vibes to me, right? 
uh, which means that I'm going to look good. I can even be a worldwide sensation. You can buy mustaches. You can copy my style. <laughs> you feel me? Like it could be Minshew mania. Um, but at the same time, as soon as you get a shot at a real number one quarterback, you're going to go after that guy because they're going to give you the results you're looking for. I don't know if this is going to be, I don't know if this will ever be Heineke's team, but I do know that he did well in that game. I don't know if he has what it takes to be that guy consistently. I don't, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if we judge uh, Minshew based on just one or two games, when we would always, Minshew Mania would always have gone on, right? He would always mm-hmm. been that dude. But when it was his show, you got a chance to see, oh, okay, he's, he's fun, yeah. right? But he ain't that guy. Yeah, he, ain't um, that guy. he ain't that guy. Fitzpatrick has given us a lot of those um, same you know, thoughts over time. Yeah, Fitzpatrick, he can get hot. He can get on a streak. Yeah. And then uh, he eventually, like, cools off and comes back down to earth. You're like, oh, yeah, that's Fitzpatrick. He's no longer Fitzmagic. Yeah. (laughs) Big fact. You know. But last year felt sustained to me, like, throughout that entire year. Now, granted, he did have times when he was off, and he was motivated by the fact that they pulled him off the field and then brought him in games as as a close every now and again. I'm I'm pretty sure he was motivated by all that. But it seemed that he had some – staying power last season Fitzpatrick the light may have come on or or maybe he was in the right spot I'm not sure but he had the heart of that locker room the question is can he go into the football team and do the same thing right um my thoughts are that he's still a he's still good he's still an improvement um and having Heineke to back him up and to be able to go to is still a good look for them I think they did a lot of improving. They were already really good with Chase Young and that whole entire defense. You saw what they did to the eventual Super Bowl champions, the Bucks. They had them on the ropes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you look at the Washington football team, I think it's their division. And I don't – I'm going to be honest with you. Um, if everybody if, – if Chase Young has a year like he had last year, if that defense continues to improve, um, I don't think it's going to be close this time. Yeah, they're going to be – Washington's going to be a problem for um, the East. Mm-hmm. For so, sure. um, I, I still I do like them Cowboys. I ain't gonna lie to you. I do like them Cowboys. They defense though. Did they really get better on the defensive side of the ball? Because they have offense, and Dak was your biggest thing on the offensive side. But the question is their defense. Because the defense just give up. Uh, I think they gave up a lot of points last year. They um they haven't really gotten better on the defensive side, but they will get better um as a team just because, right? So um. One thing that they lost, they lost a few things last year. Um, remember Vander Esch? They lost Vander Esch at some point in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Jalen Smith, man, them guys together, when you have both of them on that defense, the defense looks different. Like, because you can do so much to stop the run, then teams will have to pass. Now, you don't want them passing on that Cowboys team before because they don't do well against the pass, right? Um, but I feel like they can improve. There's, there's definitely room for improvement. They even picked up um, uh, Keanu Neal, right? So now, uh, yeah, that was a good yo. That was yeah. a guy that I was wishing and hoping that the Chiefs would snatch up. But that because he's a thumper, baller. He's a thumper, man. Yeah. So that's definitely going to help on the defensive side of the ball because he diagnoses plays real quick. Now imagine so. this: they about to start that dude at linebacker. So it's gonna be him, Jalen Smith, and he's kind of small though. Yeah, but remember what what this is, right? He'll probably be acting more as a in the box safety. Yeah, third safety probably maybe. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna do it because that's the style, you know? Chiefs play play three safeties quite a bit. Spags does, so I wonder if they'll end up doing that. 
Yeah, but they're gonna they're gonna start him off at linebacker. Him being at linebacker, him Van Der Esch, Jalen Smith. That tells me that running the ball is gonna be very tough against that team. That's what that tells me off the rip, right? So I wonder what it looks like in the mm. secondary. I gotta see because I mean, it's different. It's different playing linebacker than safety. I'm um, at safety at the safety position. You have a more a wider view of the plays that's going on. Linebacker, you're more close to the line of scrimmage. You still got to kind of get away from those um, offensive linemen sometimes as they reach the second level. Whereas a safety, you're more kind of free, and the linebackers are kind of taking up that, and you can kind of make freely make plays. So that's those those positions. It's it's definitely a difference. So we'll have to see what that looks like, and if he's able to sustain that, or if he'll have to move back to safety, which I think is more of his natural. He probably be better utilized at the safety position versus a linebacker. Um, I feel like this too. There, I think they have the tenth pick in this draft, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're going after a corner because they need one, right? After they got rid of mm. Byron Jones, they just it, the hole was very clear to me. And they they don't have yeah, a they need some corners. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few in this draft. Caleb Farley is there. Um, Patrick Thirteen is there as mm-hmm. well, right? Um, that kid, that kid's nice. I'm a junior. I remember his daddy. Yeah, daddy um, was a baller. Bro, it's a lot of juniors in this joint. This this draft gonna make you feel old. Yeah. Remember Shanti Samuel? Asante Samuel. I was about to say yeah, Asante, Asante Samuel yeah. Jr. I was like, dang, I remember Asante Samuel. Is he that old? You remember like, Joe you know Horn? Like he, huh? You remember Joe Horn? Yeah. His, you got Joe Horn Jr.? For the Saints? Nah, it's yeah. J.C. Horn. Oh, wow. That's his daddy. Like, it's, this is this is a you-know-my-daddy draft. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> At the cornerback oh, spot, it daddy. really is. You remember my daddy? I'm about to give you that same vibe. You feel me? Um, yeah. And so... A lot of these guys, you know, they daddies did well, man. Actually, in the top five, in the top five, um, according to PFF, if you look at their rankings of the cornerbacks, in the top five, you have a lot of these kids um, who, you know, who their daddy did very well. So that bloodline thing is there. Um, the Cowboys will have a shot at these at the top corners. You feel me? And they need one. They'll have a shot at the top corner. The thing that'll be tempting for them is do I go after a offensive lineman, which I'll need to probably bring Zeke back. I need to get Zeke back to full strength. Mm-hmm. I need to get Zeke back to where he was before. So do I go after offensive line because I need to rebuild that dominant offensive line we had back when Zeke was killing it? Or do I invest in a corner, right? Um, you can get some corners late here that'll still be very serviceable um, and very good even. But, man, they got some top flight corners here, like the Patrick Sertains, right? Um, Caleb Farley would probably drop a little bit because of his back. But if you look at these guys, man, I, I'm, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm excited about having a 10th pick and, and where we're going to move and how we're going to move. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, look, I want to – let's go ahead and wrap it up here, bro. Man, you know what? There's a whole nother show where we yeah. got to talk about, um, yeah. you know, who improved in the draft. Um, I'm not, not the draft, but who improved in free agency. We have, we'll do a whole nother show for that one. Um, but for this one, man, this, this, um, this trade right here tells me so much. It opened up so many, like it it opened up so many different storylines. And in my thought, I'm thinking that, um, I'm thinking that this, this trade makes the draft so much more interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to be an interesting draft and they're, um, they're, it's not going to be virtual. They're going back to the in-person draft, I think they may have a limited number of people, but it's not going to be virtual like it was um, last season. 
the last year. So what are we doing? We going again? Because we went before. We oh, went before. remember that DK Metcalf draft? We were there. It's in Cleveland, though, right? Um, yeah, I think this one's in Cleveland. Each How far is that? We had to fly there, huh? I don't know. <laughs> we may do another road trip. Last time, last time, um, we went to the one in Tennessee. Um, that jump was remarkable, bro. Like I ain't never felt that before. The question is, they're doing it in person, but what type of in person is it for the fans in person, right? Or is it just gonna be them in person? That's it's a it, that's a difference. We're gonna check on that because I mean I wouldn't mind yeah. going again, get some coverage, doing some coverage, you know what I'm saying? Man, that was uh, fun. Gonna check into that, man. That I've never fun. been to Cleveland. Cleveland. Big facts. Yo, so before we leave, man, I want to tell you guys about Manscaped. Y'all, listen, um, this is tournament season. Take care of your hair and every part of your body, right? Um, Your hose, even the nostrils I'm talking about, with the best tools <laughs> for the job. We're talking about our sponsors, Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped performance package to keep all of your hair and hose tamed. Manscaped is trusted by over over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your situation today with 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com using the code MTMV for our exclusive offer. Yo, your bracket, we're talking March Madness right now, man. I know y'all brackets are busted out there. I know for a fact it is, right? Um, my bracket's still doing okay, but your bracket isn't supposed to be perfect. But with Manscaped Performance Package, you can be confident that your nose, ear, and your downstairs area is perfect, right? Um, I don't like nose hairs. I don't like ear hairs. How you feel about those, uh, Will? I don't like them either. I cut them off. You cut them <laughs> off? I, I chop them, bro. I chop, chop them. them. Look, included in the package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. It provides priority skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs, and all those delicate holes. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This amazing bundle also includes the Lawnmower 3.0. We can all attest to it. How you feel about that? Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, sir. Hey, my favorite. The best trimmer on the market, right? The best trimmer on the market. It checks all the box for the final four run. Right now, your purchase goes towards a good cause because they partner with the GOAT, Alex Caruso, and the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to this type of cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their we save balls initiative get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code mtmv at manscape.com right now here's what i need y'all to do and remember what that is that's 20 percent off right go right now to m i mean go right now to manscape.com use the code mtmv right? And get that 20% off and the free shipping. When things get hairy, make sure to call Manscaped in clutch time. Brother, that's it for me, man. I love the fact that we doing this, bro. I love talking NFL. I can't I, know, I was wait. like, I feel like we're going real long. <laughs> it was like we ain't gonna make it to that other topic that'd be like... <laughs> bro bro my my bad i got really I, I really dove into this joint um i really dove in and the reason no, that's good in, that makes me into it yeah man it's a lot to talk about i so feel what, like jt should be on here though 
we could bring in JT. I don't yeah. mind bringing in JT. You know what? But to be <laughs> honest with you, um, I don't know. JT play with me too much, and uh, we ain't about that here. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Y'all have a phenomenal day, y'all. Blessed to be here. Um, I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you do, if you did enjoy it, go ahead and press like, subscribe to our channel. There'll be more and more of these as we move along. And so much more content coming from the MTMV family. We love you. We thank you. Um, please like and subscribe. Tell a friend. God bless you. We out. Chill. <laughs> yo, yo. Stop playing with me, man. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me, man. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me, man. Stop playing with me. Man, who your squad is? Who your quarterback? I hear you talking big, but let me check the stats. Yeah, we got that smoke, and we ain't holding back. What we really want to know is your team on track. What is good, everybody? This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. You are listening to MTMV Sports. My team, my voice, your team, their voice. They got you covered every day, every time that you need it. Keep it locked.